When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Don't forget to go over and listen to the second part of the show if you are actually listening live. If not, you can hear the replay of the entire show over on iHeartRadio, Spotify, the whole nine yards, iTunes. You got it. You can listen to it. Anyway, today we're going to continue a discussion that I started off uh, a couple weeks ago, and that had to do with anti-gang laws. Very important stuff here, because I was arguing that the anti-gang laws, and especially these conditions that judges set... You know, when somebody's out on bail or something, who they can associate with, who they can't. And what I always found funny was, well, wait a second here. Guilt has not been proven at all. So how is it that they are able to go against the First Amendment in a case like that? And this applies to everybody. Anybody convicted... Yeah, at that point, you can do something. But pre-conviction, I don't get how you can do that. Uh, First off, don't forget to uh, hit the subscribe button. Also, don't forget to join the Throttle Club. You'll really like the Throttle Club, man. You get a lot of good stuff. We try weekly to hook up with all the members in Discord, have some fun over there. Yeah, it gets pretty weird over there. Anyway. Let's go into these anti-gang laws, and if they violate the Constitution, which I think it does. Now, I found this interesting read here, and it was from lawjrank.org. And they specifically start talking about these anti-gang laws, and if they violate the Constitution. Now, let's go over the first paragraph. The national aversion to gangs has sparked debate over First Amendment rights of gang members versus citizens' safety at home and on the streets. Now, let's stop right there. They have now categorized people into two factions, citizens and gang members. But wait a second. Isn't gang members citizens of this country too? And do not they have a right to the First Amendment just like citizens? That's a good question. Anti-gang injunctions and the enactment of anti-gang loitering ordinances are the two most prominent legal weapons currently employed against gangs. Now, you got the anti-gang loitering ordinances. This is really big in Chicago. That's kind of akin, dare I say, 
to some of the bikey laws in Australia. You know, you have a lot of people that are saying, well, if this don't stop and that don't stop, we're going to have anti-biking laws. Just like Australia. They're already here. And that's the anti-gang loitering ordinances. And one of the things that's kind of went under the radar, a lot of the biker rights organizations don't get is that is what they are using instead of outright calling it anti-bikey laws, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, the injunctions, that usually has to do with what I said earlier, where if you're arrested, the judge tells you you can't hang out with anybody who has associations with this particular organization. But at the same time, now in a case of clubs, not everybody there is a felon. Some people have no record whatsoever. So I'm kind of confused at that point. Where in the hell do they get off saying that you can't hang around somebody that has no record, none of that stuff, just because they have, say, a patch on, next thing you know, they're a gang. Critics of these efforts, most notably the American Civil Liberties Union, oh my God, they actually got something uh, worth a damn to say nowadays contend that these initiatives violate the First Amendment's right of free association. I agree 100%. It does. It violates your First Amendment rights. Defenders of anti-gang initiatives reply that society's rights to peace and quiet and to be free from harm outweigh the gang members' First Amendment associational rights. That's the problem with a lot of people is they don't look at the Constitution as at face value. They look at it as a never-ending, evolving document. You know, that's one of the positions that a lot of liberal court justices take. I don't think the founders meant it that way. I think the founders meant it as... This is your constitutional rights. It shouldn't matter what time period you're in. If it says you have a right to free association, and then that's your right. Critics reject the ideal that public safety allows the government to tell citizens they may not associate with each other. Again, I agree. Because when the government starts telling you who and what you organization you can associate with, you're getting into a communist type of system. Dare I say socialist stuff. The rights of a free people to associate with who they want to should always trump, no pun intended, anybody else's rights as long as you're not hurting them. Safety and security, yes, but we know what a lot of the founders said about that. Don't uh, don't sacrifice your freedom for security, remember? Anyway, 
As long as citizens are not committing a crime, the state cannot tell them not to stand on a street corner together or walk down the street. Very true. The Supreme Court has recognized that freedom of association is on par with freedom of speech and freedom of press. Well, if it's that case, then how in the hell are a lot of these cities enacting these anti-gang initiatives where you can't stand on a street corner with your friends just because one or two of them might be in a gang? So now all of a sudden you can't associate without the cops rationing you, by the way. Now, the court has allowed municipalities to require permits for parades, sound trucks, and demonstrations in the interest of public order. Now, if you go way back to the founding of this country, do you really think the founders had permits in mind to have parades, sound trucks, or you know, bullhorns back then, whatever they used, or demonstrations? Man, they would have really been in trouble at that Boston Tea Party, don't you think? However, the courts have been careful not to abridge the right of unpopular assemblies or protest. I actually remember this one. Uh, in 77, the Jewish suburb of Skokie enacted three ordinances designed to prevent a march through the city by the American Nazi Party. The ACLU sued the city and a federal court ruled that Skokie had violated the First Amendment by denying the Nazis a permit to march. Now that's about marching and protesting and all that stuff. But what about people's rights to associate with who they want to? I'm hoping in this article it's going to get to the point where it addresses this question. Critics of anti-gang laws also argue that just because gang members are unpopular to a large segment of society does not give society the right to restrict their right to association. Why, for example, should the Ku Klux Klan be allowed to march through an African-American neighborhood while persons in that neighborhood cannot congregate on a playground to talk or play sports? Very interesting analogy right there. Critics believe there are better alternatives that can control an illegal gang activity than loitering laws. Now, that's just like saying you got a clubhouse, and because you're designated as a gang by the Department of Justice, does that mean the city who has anti-loitering laws can either arrest or fine or any of that good stuff with the club members standing outside the clubhouse? The resources of uh, law enforcement are concentrated in one area, causing the shift of criminal activity into other neighborhoods. In addition, arresting a gang member for violating a loitering ordinance will not change the underlying dynamic of gang activity in urban areas. Critics argue that these anti-gang efforts are cynical, political ploy that has m more to do with creating a tough-on-crime appearance than with effective law enforcement man they got this argument going good as an alternative critics emphasize community policing increased resources for law enforcement 
God, they don't need any more freaking uh, resources. Trust me, they got enough. That is the the problem with law enforcement agencies. They are always, always trying to go after people in order to pad their budgets. That's what they do. They're like a freaking small corporation that has to bring in the money to justify their actions and who they hire. The more you give them, the more they're going to get out of control. I really believe that. Uh, let's see here. Now, here's what some of the defenders say. This should scare the hell out of you with the way the people think. Defenders of anti-gang initiatives contend that although First Amendment rights should be protected as much as possible, no constitutional right is absolute. That is some scary stuff right there. No constitutional right is absolute. There's an argument to go after your Second Amendment. How about your fourth? See how scary these people really think? The Constitution only applies to them and, how can I say this? The way they want things to be. It's them same people that will go after your Second Amendment. Although the ACLU may say that individual rights must be protected, such a claim rings hollow when a gang can take over a neighborhood through violence and intimidation, yet evade law enforcement. Isn't that what they're trying to use down in Texas right now with their anti-gang law crap? They think because of what happened at Waco gives them a right to go around stepping on citizens' rights. Restricting gain activity is not unconstitutional because the Supreme Court has made it clear that no group or person has the right to associate for wholly illegal aims. I'd have to disagree right there. And I'd like to know that Supreme Court case. And it goes on to say, Moreover, associations engaging in both legal and illegal activities may still be regulated to the extent they are engaged in illegal activities. Gotta love our Supreme Court, don't you? Just once, just once, I wish they would actually go by the Constitution of the United States. Don't make up your own freaking ideals. Don't come to your own conclusions about what this amendment or that amendment means. Read it as is. Stop with the assumptions. Stop trying to, th you know, think like the founders did. Just take it at face value. Again, these are the same people that think the Constitution is an involving document. What do you guys think about that? That's some sad state of affairs right there. It really is and how the way people think. Let's go on to some biker news. I haven't done that uh, for a while. And here it comes again. 
the newspapers bashing on bikers. They will do anything they can to make bikers look stupid. Hey, Rubs, how's that making you feel about right now? They're not only attacking us greasy bikers, they're attacking you as well. Out of the Sun Sentinel, the 2021 version of Florida's deadliest party racks up eight more fatalities. Oh, Fred Grimm here. Yeah, they got a nice picture of a skeleton and everything from the Benders area. The giant party ended with eight celebrants killed, another 91 hospitalized, nine of whom were kept alive by ventilators. Try to imagine the civic reaction of such mayhem was associated with one of South Florida's official sanctioned events. So what, you got a north and south divide in Florida? If body counts and serious injuries were considered as acceptable inconvenience at this weekend's International Orchard and Bromley Show in Davie, or an art fair, okay, one, how the hell can you even compare that to Bike Week? You are a fruitcake, man. Where did that even come from? Somehow, Miami stages the annual Calioca Festival, the nation's biggest street party, with a million wild and crazies, including the world record 119,000, dance in Kogaline, without much more trauma than heat exhaustion and a sore foot. Meanwhile, the 2021 Bike Week in Daytona Beach racked up more deaths than the spate of tornadoes that ripped through Georgia and Alabama. The tornado disaster was declared emergency. Bike week? Just one hell of a party. Dude, I like to go and see this guy and punch him right in the mouth. You know, you get tired of this kind of shit coming from the media. I do, man. They're making it more than it. You know what? Every single year, every major rally... Somebody gets in a bike accident, somebody dies. Come on. You got a half a million people at these things. Eight people dying ain't huge. And I'm, it's huge to families, yes. But if you look at it percentage-wise, no, it ain't. Eight killed, 91 hospitalized was hardly a shocker in Daytona Beach. Six bikers were killed and another 58 hospitalized during the 2020. Uh, the infamous, at least, it ought to be bike week of uh, 26, racked up uh, 18 deaths. Uh, then they go back to that same week, seven American soldiers were killed. I dare you actually compare Daytona bike week with people dying in Iraq. Are you kidding me? What nerve you really have. And I hope to God, because I'm going to put this article in the description box. And I hope you write this guy. Because that's sick. Really sick. He goes on to say, somehow I doubt elected officials would accept such fatalities at Florida's other annual events. That's because your other annual events look like they're boring and they suck. 
Now he's calling for a statewide grand jury, congressional investigations. That's how they're now portraying Daytona Bike Week in the newspaper at the Sun Sentinel. Which, you know what's funny? I'm looking at the top right. Subscribe. Four weeks for only 99 cents. You guys are in such bad despair in your industry that you'll do anything, say anything, just to get some clicks or some subscriptions out of the deal. You're sick people. Deference derives from the demographics. Oh, here you go. Now they're really going after us. No one would confuse the kids at Ultra with the 300,000 or so grizzled bikers. Most of them, here you go, white guys. Somebody punched this faggot in. <laughs> Who descended on Daytona Beach, right-wing politicians especially, love to be photographed among them. Decked out in their leather, straddling $30,000 Harleys, offering their best approximation of Marlon Brando. Judging by the median age among the biker hospital admissions, 48 this year and 55 in 2020, attendees suffer from a collective middle age crisis. How do you like the news now, guys? Again, I hope you really get a hold of this jackass. You know what? Maybe I should do a hit piece on him. What do you guys think? And I'll forward it personally to this jerk. This is what you get when you get woke-ass people, man. They don't know reality. You know what it is? Is he's probably pissed off he ain't getting no freaking poontang. All to go back and say... This was in the middle of a COVID pandemic. Now, he tries to say not to invoke a stereotype, but consider percentage of these guys seem to be of a certain ilk whom politicians are reluctant to cross. That was clear back in 2000 when the Florida legislator revoked Florida's motorcycle helmet requirement despite overwhelming evidence that the law saves lives. You don't ride, you cocksucker. Who do you, what do you care? A month later, Bike Week run up 14 deaths. Of course, the wind in my hair set could point out probably that two of those deaths were not actual motorcyclists, but hapless pedestrians run down by rogue bikes. You, you know what? I can't wait to get a hold of you, Fred. Look at him, man. You look like a fruitcake. You've been a journalist since 1968? 41 years at the Miami Herald as a Metro reporter. You're nothing but a schluck. You couldn't get laid if it was paid for. I'll talk more about this tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood. Now, uh, update on that Merle's Inlet Biker Bar. They had to pay 17500 to settle that alcohol license recuvation case. You know... It's sick. It really is. These government agencies know damn well people's having a hard time right now. Businesses are closing all over the damn place. But you got to get them fines because they said, you know what? 
We live in America. We're free to do what we want to do. We run a business. The laws that were passed by these governors were not laws at all. Those go through the legislature. But now they're going to end up paying $17,000. The Inlet Bar will no longer be heading to court to keep its alcohol license. Uh, the appeal came after the South Carolina Department of Revenue sought to revoke SBB's alcohol licensing for violating this governor's executive order that prohibited concert venues and nightclubs from being open back in July of 2020. You know what's funny? Texas has actually had COVID cases drop. And you can't get Fauci to CDC, any of them, to say why. Could this have been the case the whole time? I argue it could be. This is just government control. But for that biker bar to have to pay 17500 that's ridiculous, man. It really is. Now, let's go to uh, Alabama Helmet Law. The Motorcycle Advocates Blast. You wait till you hear this one. Helmets to have <laughs> this is funny as shit, man. High visibility. And the new funny as shit. Raising complaints from motorcyclists. Matthew Schroeder, the state director of the Dixie Abate of Alabama, believes motorcyclists are being profiled. He says they're being singled out. Part of the uh, complaint is that the extra cost involved with uh, only adds to the expense of already costly safety gear. The legislation also targets feet, which would make riding or being a passenger while not wearing shoes illegal, presenting yet another issue. Oh, that's the, you know, the babysitter state right there. Uh, this is from uh, Chris Best, Biker Dag. And uh, you heard it. They want to even tell you that you have to have reflective features now for high visibility. It never ceases to amaze me how dumb these politicians really get. Unreal. Now, let's go to our main story for today. Alleged Hells Angels movements will be watched very closely after release. Pierre uh, Lachapelle, 49, will soon reach his statutory release date. The Parole Board of Canada was limited to deciding whether conditions should be uh, imposed. Now, Canada and Australia, you guys are whacked, man, with your laws. You know, I do, I count my blessings, man, that we live in the United States where you do have a Bill of Rights, even though those rights are always under attack all the damn time. But damn the stuff you guys go through. A uh, man with long ties to the Hells Angels has been ordered to reside at a halfway house for six months as he continues to serve one of the lengthiest uh, sentences delivered in Project uh, Sharkic, the investigation that nearly crippled the biker gang in Quebec. Uh, he will soon reach his statutory release date, the two-thirds mark of his 11-year sentence. He was turned down for parole in pass and therefore automatically qualifies for release. In such situations, the Parole Board of Canada is limited to deciding whether conditions should be imposed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the conditions attached to the release is an order that he not associate with people involved in criminal or drug-related activities or related to a criminal organization like the Hells Angels. See, they already got that crap going on up there, man. That's why you got to worry about that stuff going down here, man. Uh, that anti-loitering law stuff sucks. Now, that project was an attempt to convict every member of the Hells Angels who took part in and voted in favor of taking part in Quebec's bloody biker gang war. Almost every member of the gang in Quebec was rounded up in April of 2009. You heard that, right? Even for the people who exercise their vote within their organization, they're going after. Uh, the investigation produced charges against 156 people, including 111 full-patch members of the gang. The charges involved how between 94 and 2002, the Hells Angels clashed with an alliance of organized crime groups who referred to themselves as the Alliance. Uh, a lot of that stuff was uh, involving the rock machine as well. So what do you guys think, man? Let me know your uh, thoughts in the comments section, especially about that one article that came out about uh, Daytona Bike Week. You know, it's them type of people, again, I'm always going to say who can't get laid, that are the jealous of what we do, the freedom that we enjoy. You know, it's probably one, he's probably one of them guys that go to a country club, sit there in his nice freaking fuzzy hats and golfs, and then next thing you know, he has to pay a high-priced freaking escort to get him some because his wife probably cheated and divorced his ass 10 years earlier because he was a schmuck. Man, I hate these papers lately, man. And you know what, Rubs? You need to join in the fight. Because that's the way they think about you. You know, it's not about just us dirty old bikers anymore. They're coming after everybody. And COVID-19 has gave them that excuse to do so. So I'm going to go over to the next segment after this commercial break. Make sure to follow us over to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning uh, Mayhem. That's MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. My fault on that. You know what? I got a brain fart. I hate them brain farts. But anyway... Uh, go to Discord. We're also live with that. Uh, China Dow is in the studio, and we're going to get playing. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin. A naturally formed mineral rock. That's not rock. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Oh yeah, you're to get some good, wholesome, politically 
Correct Entertainment. How you guys doing? Those of you that are joining us from the YouTube channel, great, uh, great first segment, man, about the anti-gang uh, loitering laws. But anyway, she's a viper, and in order to make her scream during sex, you have to call and tell her about it. It's China Dow. How you doing, China Dow? It is one of the days today. I got the red lights on. <laughs> What's up, China? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You sure? I'm doing awesome, man. We got a good day, a plan ahead for us. We got, uh, you know, your sister uh, coming, uh, my sister-in-law. Yeah, she's on the road now. I, I got a bunch of vipers coming in. Oh, I know, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, ain't it? It's scary. Oh, man, we're in the wrong radio deal. We got to go to Madhouse Radio Room. You guys, like, uh, took a, a different uh, thing here. I'm sitting in the radio room. What the hell is going on here? Where's everybody at? What the hell? But anyway, yeah, your sister's coming. She's actually on her way. She is. So tell me, man, what's today going to consist of here? Making you crazy. Nah, hell no, man. I'm hiding in the fucking studio. What, are you kidding me? I got a lot of work to do. We are going to make you crazy all weekend. Oh, man. You know what? Pound BNG. Yes, if you don't know what that is, that's blow and go. We are in a revolution, guys, against the Viper. Like I said, this Viper over here to make her scream and tell, let me tell you about it, man. She's like a log. You have to call her at work and tell her about it. Am I point on with that or what? No. Why do you got to call me and tell me about it? I'm right there. You know, that's the point. I'm right there. But there's, you, dude, you never give me time to actually make noise or move because you're done before I get a chance to breathe. Really? Yeah. You see, you use that excuse all the time. Well, you use the excuse that I'm a dead log. Well, you're going to be a dead log if there's no motion in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about gang anti-loitering laws where they're arresting people for standing on a street corner now because they claim that they're a gang? That's fucking stupid. They're claiming they're in a gang? Or the, that, they, that the people enforcing it are claiming they're in a gang? The people enforcing it, they don't want gang stuff happening. Uh, you know, they so broke it down to... You know what was funny in that one article... They broke it down where people are gangs and then the other people are citizens. You know, it's always divide and conquer with these people. This, so then if you and your you and like two or three buddies are just hanging out bullshitting on a fucking corner, y'all going to get busted because they're going to think you're in a gang. Yeah. Chicago's real bad at this, man, especially on the south and west side. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, Chirac down in that motherfucker, but at the same time, you can't segregate like that. You can't there is constitutional rights. You can't stand there and socialize. No, you got a constitutional right to a, your First Amendment to associate with who you want to associate with. Yeah, exactly. And so, now they're saying you can't do that. Well, it's one thing, see, it's all backwards. Usually, it's Republicans 
that want to protect individual liberties. Mm -hmm. But they're tough on crime bullshit, which none of them have ever experienced because they're behind their gated walls. Uh, It's kind of like Rosemont, Illinois. It's real funny. All around there is businesses, corporations, and stuff. And the ones that have the money, they are behind a gated community. Security officers. And Rosemont has no crime. Yeah. But that's how they live. That's how they look at everything. That's so dumb. It is so dumb. It's fucking retarded. And I hate when... You know, that's just like that last report... Or the first report I did with that newspaper where this reporter was actually going after bikers hardcore. He was saying that bikers are nothing but middle-aged white guys. What is with all these woke motherfuckers? Why has everybody always got to put the word, the, like the color in there? Well, you know what? You bring up an Why? excellent point. So excellent. There's not just white bikers. Do you know United Airlines? What do you think when you think about flying? You want to be safe. You want to get to your destination without the damn plane crashing. Am I right? Well, yeah, duh. I want to get there in one piece. Right. So you want to have your pilot to have good abilities. They have to be the best of the best. 100%. So, it no longer matters to United Airlines what your skills are. But they want to put on 50% women and black women pilots. So it depends on your skin color now. It don't depend on your abilities. I don't think I'm going to fly United. Oh, I'm done with United. I, uh, you know what? I flew it one time. It sucked. The service sucked. And I was in first class. Anyway. I don't think it should matter what, what race or color or whatever the pilot is. They need skills. Mm-hmm. If they don't have skills and they're not 100% on their game, I mean, I don't personally care if they're blue, black, green, orange. I don't care. As long as they know what the hell they're doing and can get me from point A to point B with no incidents. Well, United Airlines says in the next uh, decade, they plan on training 50% of the 5,000 pilots to be women or people of color. You know what? And I hate to say this. You know, this would be a good debate subject with Black Dragon. My side, his side, everybody else's side... Yeah. What he would think of something like this. They're actually promoting racism right now. They're promoting racism by dividing everybody. Because if they keep on bringing up these subjects, you're going to have a lot of pissed off people. You know, I'm surprised freaking uh, extremist groups ain't rising right now. Because... They might have not been racist at the start, but because of all this freaking uh, mind control bullshit in the media, they might be getting sick and tired of it. Is that the goal? Might be. They like to do everything to piss people off nowadays. 
Well, that's what I mean. It, well, why? It, is it the whole new... That's like there was a, a shooting at an army base a couple days ago. He's a black Islamic soldier. They only covered it for like five minutes. If the story... And that's just like that thing in D.C. They only called. They only covered it for five minutes because he was black. That's some bullshit right there. I bet you it would have been covered longer if it was bikers. If it was a biker or if it was a white boy that did it. Yeah, it'd be blown up. What is with this shit? And you know what? I know a lot of blacks. And a lot of blacks are pissed off about this because they say that these elite rich liberals on the coast are making them look shitty. That's just like that uh, Georgia voter ID law. Everybody freaking supports you having an ID to vote at the polls. But they're making it seem like blacks are too fucking stupid to go get an ID. I card a lot of people and I have yet to not have somebody actually give me their ID. And that's every color, race, whatever. They've always had an ID. You want to know the hypocrisy of all this? What's that? United Airlines, American Airlines, all that shit. They came out against this voter ID stuff. But you need an ID to get on the plane. Yeah, you do, or else you can't get on. Now you're going to need your ID, passport, COVID card. Uh, <laughs> you're going to need a lot. <laughs> Henry says the radio is breaking up. Let me know if that's the case, guys. You know, sometimes with Discord it does that. Uh, that's why a lot of people listen on the Xeno app because it comes in crystal clear. Uh, but anyway, before I get uh, off subject here, what do you think? Do you think you need an ID to vote? to prove who the hell you are? I don't know. I don't know. I don't vote. I I always thought you always had to have your, like, driver's license to vote. That's not the case. Now now you got to have your driver's license plus a different kind of ID? Right. That's dumb. What do you mean you're dumb? No, I said that's dumb. What? If you have to walk in with two separate IDs. No, you only have one ID. Come here, blonde. Come on, follow along. Well, I thought I thought you always had to bring your driver's license. No, you license. didn't need to. Well, see, I wouldn't. And the know. reason why they're the reason why they're against that it's too complicated. No, is because they won't be able to get the illegal aliens to vote. Oh, because they don't think they'll. Well, because they can't get an ID. Right. No, because. Okay, we're going to go to a different subject here because she's confused as a blonde whore. Anyway, (laughs) back to the airlines. Do you think they should hire women or women of color and they don't have the skills? If they don't have the skills, hell no. If they got the skills and they're like top of the class or whatever, then yeah. But if they don't have the skills to to back up flying safely and all these things that the pilots have to go through, then hail to the no. That's scary stuff, I think. See, now you're making me not want to fly. And that's just like uh, doctors. You know, let's put it in the example right there. If you're under uh, the knife in a surgery, would you want the best or would you want it because of the woke that uh well we had to hire uh so many women or colored doctors 
and they didn't know what you want the best. I want the best, and I don't care what color the person is. They don't think that way. That's and it's all these people in New York and California that are causing all these problems. And it's funny. For those that don't know history, New York was one of the states that were given the freaking Constitutional Congress hell. They've been giving this country freaking hell since the beginning. And they're still doing it. Wake up, people. Yeah, wake up and smell the coffee. Enough is enough, man. But uh, we're going to go to Blink-182. It was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I saw more of these my TV shows. What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Drive home, I called her mom from a payphone. I said I was the cops and your husband's in jail. The state looks down on sodomy. And that's about the time that bitch hung up on me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I still wanna lose my bank phone calls. What the hell is call ID? My friends say I should have my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Come on, just watch propane pop! 
her and then, oh, baby, she's okay. never alone and you never will be quality rock you're listening to motorcycle madhouse radio wmmrdb rockford you know what uh who was that grandpa slayer that said that 72 percent of blacks actually support voter id yeah that was what he said and you know what i believe that uh to be the case uh, it's true, man. Everybody wants uh, people to be legal and to vote legally. That doesn't mean that you're a racist. But you know what? Greg Guffield, he's got Guffield at nighttime. It's a funny as fuck deal. Uh, it's better than uh, the Tonight Show, Guffield, or uh, what is that, Stephen Colbert? He took it back to Johnny Carson, man. I love Johnny Carson. Uh, But he said it best. The mainstream media wants Americans to hate each other. And he says don't play their game. If you actually do watch the mainstream media, they want us to hate each other. That's just like that uh, piece I did today on the first segment where that reporter was banging on bikers, man. He didn't even hide his disdain for bikers. He called us middle-aged white guys that have no respect during a pandemic. Now, with this pandemic stuff, you know, everybody went through hell in 2020. Most people were losing their jobs. Shit, some were even losing their families. Businesses are shuttered. You know what? I live in a small town. We're going to retire in this small town. Mm -hmm. I love it here. But to walk down Main Street and see how many virus, small businesses are closed, it kills me. Yeah, especially ones that have been there for years. Some that have been there for years. And did you notice before this pandemic started how many new ones we had? Yeah, we had about five or six new locations that came in right before all this happened. And boom, they got shut down. Yep. Now, there's communities all over the United States that this has happened to. Mm-hmm. But you have people like that trying to divide us. Remember after 2001, after September 11th, 
how everybody came together. American flags were fucking everywhere. Yep. We were hardcore, in step, not Democrat, not Republican. We were Americans. Yes. Whatever happened to that? Whatever. You know what? That's a good point. Oh, my God. That's a good point. What? Seriously, what happened to that? Now, during a pandemic, you would think everybody would come together. You would think. But it's basically separated everybody into their own categories. Their own categories. And it's all because of the media. I don't trust them whatsoever. Do you know I actually don't get a lot of my news from mainstream anymore? I go to third-party creators like Tim Pool Because they give it straight out. That's why I think a lot of people like my biker news is because I push back against their narratives. What is the whole reason behind these people in the news that specifically have to say, usually within the first two, two sentences, white, black, brown, green. Ex- why? Why? Why can't they just say, and this guy... <laughs> <laughs> or this girl and give equal or coverage this person. to equal, equals uh, coverage to equal events. Yeah, why do they always have? I mean, I think it's freaking ignorant, in my opinion. It's one of the reasons why I don't even watch the news. It's like the only way I hear about the news is my Google freaking news feed, and I don't even read all the damn articles, or I just listen to what you hear. Mm-hmm. You tell me. Mm-hmm. You tell me stuff that. Hey, did you hear about this? No, you want to tell me about it, and you'll tell me about it. Because it's like, what is the point? All they do is, okay, you watch the news. It's sad shit. Never got anything really positive to say, ever. Then you hear about specific incidences. Okay, let's say there's a car accident. Well, this black driver, or this white driver hit. Why? Why do they got to put the color in there? It's because it's uh, subliminal. They want to put subliminal messages in your head. So then they say that this so-and-so, okay, let's say this specific person, a female driver, I'll just use female since I'm female, this girl, th- this this female driver, this female white driver, okay, so then now we, what, we gotta be paranoid about every female white driver because this one was in an accident. Well, I think that's what they're trying to do is control the next generation because our age and above, they can't control us because we grew up in a different time period. But they're using the schools to train our kids fucked up. They're trying to get them think their way. You know, if you really look at it, what does a rich liberal have anything to do with our kind of living? They don't live in the real world. They wouldn't know how to live paycheck to paycheck. Hell no, they wouldn't. Nope. But they want to push their ideology onto the masses. Live a day in somebody's shoes that works and busts their ass and goes paycheck to paycheck, sometimes without. You're scrounging up change to pay a bill. We've all been there. I've... Yeah, go under the couch to try to get freaking uh, cigarettes. Go underneath your seat in your car just so you can purchase uh, a pack of smokes or put $3 in your freaking gas tank. 
you know, I see that kind of crap every day at work. People are coming in and they're putting in $3 in gas. Well, it is $3 plus for a gallon of gas, so how far are they really getting? Yeah, $3. You know what? It's funny. It's <laughs> April. This douchebag got in in January. Look at the gas prices, man. That's unfreaking real. And not just the gas prices. I've just realized yesterday while we were watching, while I was at work, that specific cigarette brands went up at least another dollar. Uh-huh. The only ones that haven't gone up yet is the brand that we smoke. And this is just in Illinois. I can't speak for any other states. But it's like, okay, I one of our regulars buys camels, okay? I sold him a pack of camels like a couple days ago. It was nine ninety two plus with tax. Well yesterday. Well do you know about yesterday that tax it was ten eighty. You know about that tax stuff on cigarettes? Yeah, they're they keep frickin' raising it. It to actually buy the cigarettes it's maybe a dollar to a pack. The rest is taxes. It's ridiculous. You know, that's why that, you know what, right about now would be a good gig to start lifting some E.B., uh, uh, you know what, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, E.B. Brown trucks, grab the cigarettes, and freaking start bootlegging the cigarettes, man. But I'm starting to wonder where they're even getting cigarettes from, because to be honest with you, at least out in our area, I mean, we get ours from our distribution center for our corporation. I've, I haven't seen an E.B., tr- the, the truck, E.B. Brown truck, for years. No, they must be out of business then. I, I mean, or they're I, they're out in Chicago, whatever, man. But I mean, I lift one of them but, suckers. But out here, I've never seen one since we've lived out here. So like, cause I know ours, where where we get our products from, from corporate. That's where we get our cigarettes from too. Mm-hmm. I don't know where corporate gets them from, mind you. But that we get ours all from the same place. What As, do you think, guys? Have you ever did what China Doll says? And I know I have. Going through the couch looking for change just to put gas in your car. Or to go to McDonald's. And these are the same people that are trying to tell you and I how to think, how to act, how to live. Or how many people, because I have this have some sort of container in their house where they throw all their spare change for emergencies. Well, what you do is when you'll go to a drive-up or you'll go buy something is you'll pay with bills. And I'll keep all the coins. And you'll keep the coins. Yeah. Like if it's if it comes out to like six twenty-five, I give them 7 so then I have the 75 cents and I come home and put it in my change jar. And that adds up good. Yeah. I mean, my change jar is only the size of a mason jar, regular size mason jar, and it's it's full. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, it's there in case I need it kind of thing. Well, I think that's good, uh, you know, working with money how you do it. Plus, then it helps our daughter because if she ever needs quarters for laundry, I've got them. Right. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, how many people do it? I do it. I've gone digging underneath the seats in my car just to find a quarter. I mean, because <laughs> who doesn't drop change in their car or put it in their ashtray or put it in their cup holder? You know, just to have extra change lying around in case you need it. Well, you know what? The, it also goes to, uh, you know, I'm going to bring it back to anti-loitering uh, laws, man. You'll see it, uh, you know, people standing on the corner at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and they have to face them type of laws but in reality why would you want to go to work 
and not be able to live. You're going to do some stuff to get. That's why there is the crime that there is. It has nothing to do with wanting to be gangster or stuff. That's the major living you can make it at. Well, and then there's a lot of people, too, that, you know, don't understand that side of the, you know, as I would call it, that side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do that, you know, gangster, gang, whatever kind of stuff. and That's wor- the only way to get ahead. And they're working two and three jobs and can still barely survive. Right. You know what? It's funny when they talk about gangsters and stuff. The biggest gangsters are people like Jeff Bezos over at Amazon. You know, these big major corporate people, mm-hmm. you know, because they're on a different freaking uh, deal than us. You know, there's a different system of justice with them. They can live their lives, get away with everything, and us peons. And somebody said in the general about a feudal system, that's basically a king uh, and the rest of us have to work for the uh, landowners and stuff. That's kind of like what they're trying to freaking do to us is get us to where we depend on the government. Which isn't right. It isn't. Especially when the government's crap. And some people can't get frickin' medical insurance. Yeah, There's, but they you know how many people out there can't get medical insurance? But hell, they'll walk in and they'll use, like at my work, their food stamp card to buy a frickin' monster. And then it prints their balance out on the receipt. And you're going, how the hell is this motherfucker getting $1,000 a month in food stamps? That's surprising, ain't How? It? How? I literally had a customer yesterday, swear to you bought a monster which ticks me off that they're getting energy drinks on food stamps but to each their own you know it's not to each your own because when you get that taxes taken out of your check that's what you're paying for but it's like it's irritating i personally there's specific things that you can't get on food stamps that you should be able to get and there's things that people are buying on food stamps that i don't think they should be able to purchase so it's like a really weird i don't know how they decide what you can and cannot get on your food stamp card but, you know, like, you should be able to get toilet paper on your food stamp card. But you can't because it's not food. Uh, but they're buying energy drinks. This kid, this, and it was a kid. It, he was a high school kid, so must have had mommy's card. I don't mm-hmm. know. Comes in, buys a freaking monster. You know, them things by themselves are like three fourteen with tax by us. Because, you know, we're a gas station, so they're a little more expensive. And he buys this, and the first receipt prints out, and then you got to hit it, so the second receipt prints out, and the second one is where their balance is. I kid you freaking not, and it is the beginning of the month, so that means people are just getting their food stamps for the month in our area. $1,182.72 was the balance on this guy's card. How the hell does that even happen? And then the other thing that I'm finding, which I I get it, I get it, because men and women both have hard times. People are single fathers, they're single mothers, whatever. But I have never seen, because 90% of the time, it's always a woman that does the food stamp card. At least where I've seen it in the gas station. But I'm having more and more men coming in with food stamp cards, and they'll have three, four hundred dollars on their food stamp card. I could give two shits. I don't want no food stamp card. I just want medical insurance, and I can't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't want no food stamps. Yeah, I, that I Obamacare just, is bullshit. Yeah, five fifty a month. Five hundred and fifty a month. That's basics. Plus, you have to still pay out for your uh, deductions and all that kind of shit. And half the time, they don't cover your uh, prescriptions. Which, hey, I use Good RX. That thing's cool. 
I get my $150 prescription for $10 at Walmart because mm-hmm. <laughs> of that RX app. Just, you know, I'm not promoting them, but I'm just saying if y'all need some good prescription help, look it up. But it's it's ridiculous. I, I, it's like, how, do these people lie on their applications? I don't have the cojones enough to lie on my application. Shit, I lie like a motherfucker if <laughs> I have that to. thing, that thing's like, and if you lie and you get caught, you can get nailed for fraud. And I'm like, I'm too, yeah. You're I, too much of a goody two-shit. I have too much of a freaking conscience. But it's like, you know, I, 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 I haggle the freaking dollar amounts for like this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, yeah, here's how much I pay for this. You know, but it's like... But you can't get insurance, but they'll send millions and millions of dollars to other people. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a customer yesterday who I've had as a regular customer for the past three years I've been there who actually confronted me yesterday because he's got a child that's 14 that has um, problems with brain tumors. And he's got a prescription now for a growth hormone that's $1,000 a day. How much? A thousand dollars a day, so this kid can keep living. This my chi- God! This child lives on steroids daily, and now he has a thousand dollar a month prescription, or thousand dollars a day. I'm sorry, thousand dollars a day for a growth hormone. The father looked at me and goes, "And you wouldn't believe what I did. What I did a week ago." And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "I actually quit my job." So he can get medical insurance, so he could afford to get his son's prescription. My God, that you know what? That is terrible. Because and these he, fucking he, drug companies because, are making billions. Because the insurance through the company he was working for would not cover the growth hormone at a thousand dollars a day. So he quit his job, so he could get on the public aid, mm-hmm. so his son can have what he needs. So because he needs this stuff, or. And the father got really up, really worked up, because he, he also has epilepsy like you. So he, we have a lot in common. You know, we talk about the seizures and stuff a lot. <laughs> and uh, but he looked at me. He goes, "Do you think I did the wrong thing?" I said, "Hell no." Get them food stamps. Get that medical insurance. You know what? Everybody else is taking advantage of that shit. But their his his original his job specifically said that. Their, med- their medical insurance would not cover his son's thing. If he does not have this growth hormone and these steroids on a daily basis, his son will die. It is the only two things right now keeping him alive. So he quit his job. And that's a shame. And a person should not it should not have to come to that. These insurance companies are freaking ridiculous. Well, Me- it's the drug companies. Who the hell charges $1,000 a fucking day? Yeah, I wish I knew the company that did that for this growth hormone for this poor child, but and I actually have met his son who is adorable and he's a sweetheart, but he, you know, he's got a lot of issues with brain tumors. They do surgery, they remove them, they come back, but it's done a lot of damage in 14 years for this boy. And it's, you know, and like you would say, sad state of affairs, it 100% is, but it, it should never have to come to that level where you as a parent have to f- literally quit your job so your child or yourself could get medical coverage that you deserve. You know, Donna, you know, Gio just asked Donna about uh, the medical care up in Canada. And people hear some horror stories, but at least they get it. Yeah. 
at least their government knows how to take care of their people. You know, people might bash me on uh, two ways I think of something. Health care should be mandatory for every citizen. They should be able to have it at no cost because we pay tons of fucking taxes so we deserve it. Mm-hmm. Just like Canada has done. Mm-hmm. And the second one is I believe that education should be free at the college level because every other fucking country I know does it. Yeah. And that's why they got smarter kids. But we're, you know, capitalism is a good thing, but at the same time, it is a bad thing because you get these drug makers, you get these big businesses ruling over us. Mm-hmm. Now this man has to worry every freaking day if his kid's going to live because these drug makers mm-hmm. it probably cost them 2 or 3 dollars to make that medicine yeah it, it, it probably would be and i mean i'm just doing a rough guesstimate or just playing with numbers or whatever you want to call it it probably would cost 10 dollars a month for his prescription being made mhm but yet they're going to bill it out at $1000 a day man but in my opinion and i told him my opinion if i was in his shoes yeah i'm gonna do anything in my power to make sure my child does not does not meet the inevitable at a young age i would uh, sometimes i get to the point even myself that because of the fact that i need medical coverage so bad and it is so damn expensive who can who the hell can afford just for one person just for myself would be over 550 a month with like a three thousand dollar deductible now donna just said young people have their prescriptions free till 25 up there and if the drug is life-saving it is also so a kid like you're talking about would get their prescription for free which is what he gets it for free now but the father had to go to the levels of quitting his job to get him on public aid health so he can keep his Mm. son alive. Well, you know, Grandpa says it's not perfect America, but there's no country in the world that compares. Why do you think people flock here? Well, you know, they get free shit when they flock here. (laughs) What am I going to say? Uh, There is a lot of... You know what? There's this one video... uh, of a candidate running for office or stuff people already you know all seen it where you know he answers this question on why america's the best and he actually says it used to be it used to be where we cared about each other and all that kind of shit but there's other countries out there that are actually richer than us you got japan you got uh you know the uk's good the canada's good uh, that's freedom. You know, we're not the only country that's free. You know, there's other countries that might have a different political system than us, but they care about their citizens. The taxes that we pay, and that ain't communism, I'd have to argue, J-Man. We pay the taxes. Instead of giving Egypt $80 million for aircraft for the military that should be used for the citizens health care other countries give a shit about themselves first we have to it always seems like we have to care about everybody else 
So we're giving all these this foreign aid bullshit away. But we can't have health care for our people? That ain't communism. Well, and what's ridiculous... Canada ain't communism. What's ridiculous is how many times do I gotta, like, sit here in excruciating pain and go... Well, maybe I should just quit my job. But hey, if I quit my job, we can't, you know, I can't do my, you know, half of what I do here, you know, paying bills and getting groceries and whatnot. So it's like, it's like a double-sided coin. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because if, like, here in Illinois, if you're not working and you want financial help through the state, you have to work somewhere that they tell you to work. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to go through this program and do these classes and then get a job through them in order to qualify for financial aid, which is dumb. Right. You shouldn't have to go through all this hell in a handbasket to get help. It should. They should make help more accessible. Now, that's a human right right there. You know, get rid of all this race-baiting crap, get rid of all the negative, and, you know... The one thing that the Republicans did that pissed me off, because this issue is uh, hardcore for me, is they wanted the... the dem- you see, that's what people don't understand about me. I'm a middle of the road. Uh, I'm a moderate, meaning I'll take things from both sides of the aisle that I like. I'm not an extremist. When... The Democrats were talking about people need health insurance. The Republicans were saying Medicare for all, Medicare for all. That's going to ruin everybody's health insurance. That's because they were sticking up for the health industry, the insurance companies. They don't represent us. We pay for their health insurance the rest of their lives. They don't know what it is to suffer. Nope. So I love that ideal. Where they said everybody should get health insurance or Medicare for all because we pay for it any fucking way. Yeah, does anybody ever look at their paycheck stubs and see how much comes out just for Medicare? (laughs) And that's just like uh, Social Security. They're always trying to attack that. And we pay that too. Mm Hmm. Unreal, man. We're going to continue this conversation right after Nine Inch Nails.
Trail is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Don't forget to pick up your copy, and yes, I just found out that uh, our stuff for the signed copies will be coming in on the 16th. I guess they had to do more prints, uh, but that will be coming in, and uh, we'll keep you updated. Uh, one interesting thing that Flossie said out in the general is their health care is free too, but you have to wait, but she wouldn't change it for anything. And one of the biggest questions a lot of people are talking about, well, you'd have to pay higher taxes. Well, how much higher you think? Is it, what are we paying now? You know, and you brought up an interesting point during the song break about a 401k about this. Yeah, the customer who's, you know, had to quit his job said that, you know, he's got, this will show you how he was making pretty good money at his job. He's got well over 700000 in his 401k. And a person should not have to risk the retirement or mm -hmm. the money for their kids because they can't afford health insurance or to pay for drugs. Exactly. And Donna just, you know, because Donna's up, uh, she's my Canadian princess. Uh, all I can say is my mother had cancer and all her care was covered in drugs. Step had uh, major heart surgery and stayed almost a month in ICU flown home to the hospital here for aftercare, all covered. It would have been a million uh, dollars in U.S. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Canada takes care of its people. And it looks like Australia does too. And so does Australia. You know, that don't mean it's a socialist type of deal. It means that you're paying the taxes and them countries actually know how to use their tax money. Mm -hmm. Instead of sending it over to Egypt or all these Middle Eastern countries that hate our ass, they use it on their own people. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, I've even looked into independent medical insurance companies for myself, and they won't take me because of pre-existing pre conditions. Pre-existing conditions. Because of the gastro bypass. Mm-hmm. So they won't even accept me as a client. Like I said... Uh, well, Fossey says it perfect right here. U.S. healthcare systems are profiteers. It's true. Yeah, you know, capitalism is a good thing. But at the same time, there's room to really improve something. You know, Grandpa Slayer says 20% of his income is all towards medical costs. Yeah, he's got to pay 20% of all his medical costs. That's a lot of damn money. His insurance must be 80-20. I think there would be a better lifestyle for people if they could get something that the uh, government actually gave a shit about. And you know what sucks, too, about medical expenses? Man, you don't pay that medical bill. Look how bad it... How, how they much go it right screws, after your credit. Screws up your credit real bad, real quick. I don't think that should be... A, you know what? That shouldn't be allowed on credit reports. Nope. I because don't think so. Because people can't, uh, you know, handle it. 
Uh, best health You know what? I heard that, Flossie, that the Swiss and the Japanese have the best health care systems. The Swiss do everything awesome. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they got the best banking system around. They got the best privacy laws. They got the best health care. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you got to pay those taxes, but the taxes go to what they need to be gone to. And then, you know, I have a question for you, Mr. Hollywood. Hmm. You know, you were saying a little bit ago how, you know, we have all these freedoms in the United States, but aren't they trying to take a shit ton of those away? They are. You know, that's like you why, said, I'm, like you that's why saying, I'm a moderate. Like you were saying, you know, hanging out on the corner, talking to your buddies. Mm, can't do it now, huh? Mm. Then they're going after the guns. Mm. What? It's like all these freaking amendments that we've had are being crossed out with a crayon. What? That's about what's going on. I mean, let's scribble. I'm just going to scribble this one out with my colored crayon here. We don't need this one anymore. No. So how technically free are we? Well, the Swiss do have guns, Flossie. I heard that uh, it's actually required that uh, you have one in your uh, home because that's part of military service and stuff like that. What do you think about that, man? Do you think that, like some of these other countries do, that you have to uh, be required to serve at least two years after school in the military? I think it gives them a better outlook on life. They're more disciplined. And we wouldn't have all this crazy business. I I, I wouldn't see an issue with it personally. Mm-hmm. Can we send our kid? <laughs> <laughs> no more Xbox for you. You go learn shoot guns. <laughs> <laughs> you go shoot guns. <laughs> no, no, never mind. I don't want him doing that. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, tonight is our members only deal. Am yes. I correct? We're going to have the, the sister in here with us? Or yes. actually, you guys are going to be in there. I'm going to be in here. You're going to be in here because you don't want us in here because we'll, we'll argue with you. Uh, you know what? I'll argue enough. You know what? Uh, I we can, might run in here if you say something we don't agree with. <laughs> I can take the vipers. You know what? Hollywood can take the vipers. BNG. That's the way it is. Men take your balls back and stuff. Pussy control. Right? But I will be uh, rocking with Hollywood tonight, man. This should be interesting. Right after that is the members only deal. I should have both of you in here for rocking with Hollywood. <laughs> How about that, guys? I'm going to kick their ass right on the air. <laughs> the male species against the woman species. <laughs> Your ass is mine. <laughs> no. It's two versus one, and we're both bipolar. We win. Okay. That's a challenge. <laughs> That's a challenge. Your asses are mine. <laughs> As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin, a naturally formed mineral rock. That's not See you later, guys. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. You're going to see that tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood. I'm Adi.